0: Welcome to Talk No Jutsu. I'm Smug Donuts here with my wife, Spiral Fish Cake, and we're here to talk about anime. Anime! On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite anime classics. That's anime 2005 and earlier. And then we're going to talk about some anime we've been watching recently, like Attack on Titan Season 4, Promised Neverland Season 2, The Fate Series, and more.
1: All right, Smug Donuts. What is your first classic anime that you wrote down that you like
0: My first one on my list is the oldest one on my list from 1989. It's Dragon Ball Z. And I feel like for a lot of people this is their first anime. Probably because it's just the oldest stuff that got really popular in the States. And honestly this anime just blew my mind especially as a kid. Every single saga just over and over again just felt cooler and cooler. I could have mentioned Dragon Ball since that came before this and technically more classic but Dragon Ball Z to me seems like the pinnacle it's what everybody remembers GT and Super and all that other stuff that is less classic this really is the bread and butter of the Dragon Ball series everybody knows Goku going Super Saiyan and (laughs) fighting Vegeta what's more classic anime than that influences just about every other thing with the Dragon Ball Z tournament arcs with the pacing of Shonen in general that to me is some of the coolest storyline in any anime I know that it, it makes a lot of mistakes with different things in plot, but really, what's cooler than Dragon Ball Z at the end of the day? You get the Cell Saga, the Boo Saga. <laughs> I know. I know you're not as big a fan of the Boo Saga.
1: So growing up, I loved Dragon Ball Z. I used to watch it with my brother all the time. It was my first anime along with Pokemon, and Trunks was my first anime crush. I have a lot of memories of my dad kind of poking fun of it and being like, are they going to do the Kamehameha wave now? Like joking with my my brother and I, I had a bear that I named Trunks. Did
0: he get his name changed to Mr. Bear? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Uh-huh. <laughs> the teddy bear got changed to Mr. Bear. Uh huh because I went through like phase a little later where I got like insecure about liking (laughs) Liking Dragon Ball Z, I think. Anyway, I loved Dragon Ball Z until the Majin Buu arc that you mentioned terrified me. I literally remember sitting on my couch alone in the living room watching Majin Buu turn some guy into a piece of chocolate and eating him and that terrified me and I stopped watching Dragon Ball Z and I stopped watching anime.
0: You said... They wearing an attack on titan cape right now <laughs> it's
1: like a i don't know cape. i got a
0: free for christmas so i can't make fun of you but the fact <laughs> is that you like attack on titan
1: i do but has like what i don't know an eight-year-old That's fair. it was terrifying That's or fair. it is it, it is pretty scary
0: to think about being turned into chocolate and the rest of that yeah. series they get eaten a lot as well
1: oh and then later on he turned somebody into gum or something yeah i forget
0: He keeps eating people. It's
1: terrifying. And he's just like this big scary man who acts like a child. And it was just terrifying. Yeah, he's just a terrifying character. I never got past the Majin Buu arc. So who is your favorite Dragon Ball Z character?
0: At the end of the day, I feel like Piccolo is the broest of bros, you know?
1: Piccolo was my favorite character He too. literally
0: raised Gohan.
1: Yeah, literally. He was so cool too. My brother had a figurine of Piccolo, which I liked a lot. Dragon Ball Z, a lot of good childhood memories surrounding For that sure. show. For sure.
0: Gotta rewatch it sometime because you don't remember it that well.
1: I don't remember it that well, but yeah. I like have a lot of good memories when it's I think about show.
0: it. It's a good show. It's really good. The whole series is really good.
1: So I had Trigun 1998. Now Trigun Trigun Gun is one of my top 10 favorite animes of all time. I love Trigun, I love Vash the Stampede, I love the plot of it, it's so good. I know you haven't seen it, so I won't go super into detail, but Vash the Stampede is so cool, Wolfwood is so cool, the weapons and the fights, the character designs, the character development, the motivations, they're all really good. That show is like a slow burn for me, it took me a little while to kinda get into it, But once I was, I was so blown away by how good it was and how much I liked it. I feel like Bash is a really unique anime character and I really like him. So what's your
0: next one? Sailor Moon, which is 1992. And to me, what's more iconic than Sailor Moon? Just the whole concept of Magical Girls. I feel like Sailor Moon is the one that really nailed the concept of Magical Girls down and sort of turned that genre into something huge. I just think it's really cool because that to me is what made anime not just, oh, you know, boys watching Dragon Ball. Ball Z kind of thing it's like oh hey this is for everybody
1: girls watch Dragon Ball Z too.
0: what <laughs> that was allowed Maybe.
1: I actually never watched Sailor Moon. My brother continues to claim to this day that him and I watched Sailor Moon together regularly. I'm sure you were just too young to remember. Don't remember or didn't happen.
0: You probably just don't remember.
1: No, I distinctly remember. It was pretty old. Yeah, but I distinctly remember Dragon Ball Z.
0: But Dragon Ball Z came out on Toonami really Uh, late. Fair enough. Whereas Sailor Moon aired in the US right around when we were born. Yeah, I so really
1: don't think. If you watched, I ever watched it with it. your
0: brother, chances are it was, I was when three. your brother was barely old enough to remember, but when you couldn't remember at all. But also I feel like I don't remember it that well. I've always wanted to go back. I have gone back to watch some of Sailor Moon. It was a little bit hard to get past the first episode because I think that she literally just defeats the bad guy by crying. That always felt a little weird. But <laughs> But there's so many cool things like tuxedo mask and all the girls have different personalities and they're all based on astrological signs. It's really cool.
1: You know, I've never been a big magical girl fan myself, but I feel like Sailor Moon is iconic. So it is. maybe I'll have to I'll have to try watching it sometime. So I have Full Metal Panic, which came out in 2002. And this is another one of my top 10 favorite anime. So ske and Konami is my... My favorite anime couple of all time,
0: and they it's deserve to be your favorite anime couple of all time. I don't care what anybody says. Sosuke and Konami are incredible. Yes, they are not too much like each other, really,
1: but they're great together. They're, so they're cute. A great together. team. They love each other very much. Full Metal Panic is basically, at its core, I would say, like a fish out of water story. It's also a romance, a mech, a war show. There's lots of action and fighting and robots and love. What else could you want in an anime? I don't know.
0: What else could you want? Humor.
1: Oh, that brings us to... Yeah,
0: yeah. My favorite anime from around the 2004 era is Full Metal Panic Fumofu, also known as one of the first works of Kyoto Animations. And Mm -hmm. wow, did they take the Full Metal Panic idea and turn it into something beautiful. Fumofu is a gem. And if it's you hilarious. skipped it, you need to go back and watch it because Fomofu is great.
1: It takes this guy, Sosuke, who's protecting Konami, which is the story of the first season, and makes it like a slice of life show where you have this guy who's been a child soldier all his life and suddenly has to interact normally with high schoolers and try to blend in, and he mm-hmm. absolutely cannot, which they show in the first season. But FOMOfu is definitely only about them doing school things, and it's hysterical it's mostly humor whereas the other seasons are more serious and more focused on the war parts of things it has some of my most favorite sosuke moments
0: Yeah, and just Sosuke and Konami moments as well.
1: I'll never get over the episode where he has to pick up girls or whatever. And he he thinks the way to to get them is to trap them in cage. (laughs)
0: Basically, you gotta act like Kurtz.
1: (laughs) There's a character in the show, Kurtz, who's just a natural flirt, and Sosuke has no idea what flirting means and does not understand, and Konami tries to explain it to him, because the object of the, the challenge that they have is to try to get girls to go to an event, and he tries to trap them using war strategy and she explains that that's not how you're supposed to do it. He
0: literally puts them in a cage. Yeah literally.
1: (laughs) That was so funny. He literally puts them in a cage. That was so funny. I also can't get over that episode where he got involved with that gang lady. Oh my word. (laughs) And she was mad at him. Oh man. And then he memorized information about every single person in the gang. That was okay. That That was was legitimately
0: one of my favorite things in any anime is he just shows up he's this good guy he's just an anime hero and he just has kidnapped a child (laughs) is threatening the child's life is threatening all these other people and then he brings down the child and the child's like did I do good? he was just bluffing the whole time he just was messing with these people
1: and then arguably the best episode ever the rugby team rugby team is just these group of guys who just are having a good time they they are more
0: like a show choir
1: yeah they have like tea together they're they're
0: they're like the oran host club yeah they're just chilling but then (laughs) he turns them into these monsters (laughs) <laughs> like drilling them in like military drills from Mao.
1: Yeah, Mao's his superior in the military and he takes some things he's learned from her to get people to train and it's just hilarious. He's just screaming at them. If you've ever seen Full Metal Jacket, just imagine that kind of yelling.
0: At these kind of tea party high school boys.
1: That are just trying to have a good time, relaxing and enjoying the niceties in life and then they get turned into these, like you said, monsters. Yeah,
0: they just shoot just <laughs> Destroy the enemy team. It's great.
1: You should really watch it. Yeah, watch
0: Fumofu. It's good. So what's your next classic anime?
1: So the next one on my list is the one, the only, Naruto, which came out in 2002.
0: Is that like a prequel to Boruto or something?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's about Boruto's dad, Naruto. Gotcha. The Hokage, the old man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The old man from that show.
1: Yeah, it's about when he was younger and had a better haircut.
0: I thought you liked Poro's I do. I think he looks cute,
1: but everyone thinks his haircut looks bad. All right. All right. I actually don't mind it. I didn't want like a carbon copy of Minato. I feel like it could be better though. There could be some improvements, but I don't mind it. But anyway, I love Naruto. I never watched it as a kid. Actually, I watched it. I did. Two years ago as an adult. I can imagine how painful it must have been to wait week to week to watch it. I'm glad that I got to watch it as an adult so I could binge watch it. That was a great experience.
0: It was hard to watch it week to week because of how little happened in every episode it felt like and how many episodes we have to wait for Sarada's dad to come back, but... (laughs) But when I was a kid, I watched it with my brother, and it was so fun to like just pretend to be ninjas and to like, pretend to do the jutsu signs. And, oh, that's
1: cute!
0: <laughs> and like run around the basement trying to fight each other. It was a blast.
1: I don't know why I didn't watch it as a kid.
0: You just weren't as cool as probably. me, obviously.
1: Probably. Not, my, you no, you know my brother probably. is older than me, so he kind of controlled the TV. I'm gonna blame it on him. He didn't show me cool things like Naruto. Naruto Naruto is also one of my top 10 favorite anime. Naruto is one of my favorite anime characters of all time. You know watching Naruto it took me a while to like actually get into it. I was pretty not about it at first. I like refused to watch it for a long time.
0: You mean when Boruto's dad was kissing Sarada's dad you weren't super about it?
1: No I wasn't. I actually like disliked Naruto at first. Remember I like did not want to.
0: Yeah I remember that.
1: But he grew on me and now I love him and look at me now you're
0: wearing a naruto cape yes
1: i have two capes on one i'm using as a blanket that's my hokage naruto cape. it's very soft it's very soft
0: so i don't blame you
1: and i have a naruto themed podcast
0: (laughs) yes that developed rather quickly
1: (laughs) naruto literally changed my life
0: you binged the entire show
1: i have an unnamed amount of naruto merch that lives in my house
0: That was a time that was actually really hard for me to get through. I don't feel like Naruto and Shippuden and Boruto are meant to be
1: binged. I had to know what happened.
0: Okay, but that's just a lot of anime to watch.
1: It was. We watched it in what, like three months? I don't know. Shippuden and R.O.G. Naruto.
0: But it was way too much Naruto to watch (laughs) in a course of a few months. That's all I gotta say.
1: It's painful to watch, to like be waiting for Sasuke to come back. Yeah, and yeah, I can only so imagine painful. I can only imagine how you who grew up watching it must have felt waiting.
0: It was pretty bad. Pretty bad when it originally aired. So my next anime airing in 1995, Neon Genesis Evangelion and This one has a banger theme song that I feel like is the most iconic anime theme song. I love it. I feel like Ava is such an influential anime. The characters in it are so influential. It's still memorable. There's still waifus to this day. Some people still view Asuka as a waifu, still view Rei as a waifu. And people still make memes like getting the robot.
1: Shinji, get in
0: the robot. Your dad loves you. Get in In the the robot. robot. Shinji, get in the
1: robot. You gotta check out
0: that song. It's a good song. And it really holds up. You watch it nowadays and the story, it really holds up. The way it's told really holds up. The animation, it really holds up. The ending, if you like that kind of artistic ending it really holds up and then if you watch the movie afterward that I feel like is a good enough ending for the series
1: okay I think I might have to like re-watch Evangelion because I watched it at a time where literally I just seen Gurren Lagann which is still my favorite anime and everything else just seemed like garbage I
0: feel like I could explain the lore of Evangelion forever really? and then nobody would ever get it still and it would never be make any sense to anybody
1: here's what i got out of me and just, just evangelion with, without spoiling anything oscar yells at people shinji won't get in the robot for reasons unknown ray's boring and that's it congratulations
0: wow wow that's the whole
1: thing the mechs and evangelion aren't as cool as the ones in Gurren Lagann. i said it i said it
0: they're literally the precursors
1: and they're not as cool but you know what? Here's the thing. Gynax made Evangelion, which made them very popular, which then made them able to make so i'm thankful that evangelion exists and also i can't deny even if it's not one of my favorite anime out there it's definitely a classic i still think it's one of those must watch animes if you haven't seen it you should still try to give it a chance or give it a shot it can be a little out there sometimes with the story but if you can kind of push through some of that stuff i think you might enjoy it
0: all right spiral so what's your next classic anime
1: So this one's not maybe as well known as some of the other ones we've already talked about, but Outlaw Star, which came out in 1998. So it had the unfortunate happenstance of coming out the same year as Cowboy Bebop. And Outlaw Star is also like a space adventure. I actually really liked it. I like Gene Starwind. He's the main character. I liked his weapon he uses. He uses like a caster gun. It's really cool. And he kind of travels in space with his partner, his friend. He's like a young boy. And he's trying to find the galactic ley line and his ship is really cool and the people he meets along the way are some interesting people and it's just a good show I think I really like shows about space and I thought it was an interesting watch there's some humor to it it's a little bit edgy at times a little goofy at times it made me laugh what's your next one
0: my next classic anime is something i feel like most people don't even think of as a classic anime came out in 1997 and it's pokemon the animated series that's right dragon ball z and pokemon this is what really got me into anime as a kid i just watched it when i came home from school and it was amazing and i still to this day collect pokemon dvds i love the basic idea of pokemon ash ketchum he grows up and he's 10 years old that's great Growing up in the Pokemon world, I know. Different rules. He wakes up on his tenth birthday and rushes out the door. He gotta pick between Bulbasaur Squirtle and Charmander. Except all of them were already chosen because Ash woke up late. He really should have been there earlier. I don't know what he was thinking.
1: He wasn't.
0: He wasn't thinking. That's right. And so he gets this ratty, bratty Pokemon named Pikachu that he's got to teach to be his friend through basically sacrificing his life. Now, that's some pretty high standards of friendship, if you ask me, is he sacrifices his life literally, I think, possibly multiple times for Pikachu. And eventually Pikachu learns to not be such a brat... And then they deal with Team Rocket over and over again. If you haven't seen Pokemon, then then now you know. Now you know the (laughs) deep... The deep lore.
1: I loved Pokemon as a kid. I had a Pikachu that made sounds like when you squeezed it. Yeah. So my dad made these wooden cutouts. He would draw them on wood using a projector and would cut them out and paint it for us. For me and my brother and sister. And he made me a Pikachu one.
0: Wow. And it
1: hung up in my wall in my bedroom. That's awesome. When I was younger, it was so cool. And I still remember going to see the very first movie in theaters.
0: Yeah, Um, I watched that one in theaters too. I got the little Mew, ancient Mew card.
1: I brought my Pikachu with me to the got theater the, to watch got it. Got the
0: Burger King metal Pokemon cards and the <laughs> yep. big balls and the, and yep. the Pokemon Snap runouts
1: Yeah, those are really cool. Pokemon was just such a big part of our childhood. It's so cool to still hear kids now talk about it and have it still be yeah. part of their childhood.
0: It's pretty amazing. It's different, but...
1: Yeah, it's different. Like
0: back then we were playing on Game Boys with little worm lights, <laughs> trying to barely be able to see the... Screen,
1: yeah. My brother had Pokemon cards and binders.
0: Yeah, I still remember trying to trade that on the playground, and like, (laughs) there were no rules.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Pokemon is definitely more than an anime, it was like a phenomenon. It still is. I loved Pokemon growing up. Besides Dragon Ball Z, that was the other one I watched a lot growing up. That's a great show. The next one I have is Yu Yu Hakusho. It came out in 1992. So I'm watching this with my friend. Technically, I'm not finished with it yet, but I am pretty much done. I'm like two thirds of the way done with it. So I thought I should put it on my list.
0: That's another one that I feel like influenced so many other things. I feel like it was influenced by Dragon Ball, but at the same time, I feel like it does such a good job of using those ideas and making them better.
1: love this anime. I have loved watching it with my friend. We just finished the Demon Tournament arc not that long ago. Now we've kind of moved into the next arc. I don't know the official name for this one, but they're at this house trying to escape this group of guys that Yusuke thought he could just fight by himself because he got kind of full of himself and now he's like stuck in this house with them but anyway it has some really cool villains Tagoro was a really cool villain a lot of different people that he fought in the demon tournament arc were really cool I love the main four Kuwabara is my favorite I feel like not a lot of people like Kuwabara and this hurts my heart and it also has a lot of good female characters Keiko is amazing I love her I love this show I cannot wait to finish it it's definitely one I would recommend if you have not seen it already
0: So my next classic is the last one from the 90s on my list. It's Cowboy Bebop, which released in 1998. And I just feel like this is one of those animes that just sort of has it all in terms of what you would look for in an anime. It's got really memorable characters. The crew is all really fun and likable. The antics they get into is kind of crazy. The story, it's not like the most interesting serialized story in the world, but the overarching story is still really good. The action is really cool. At a certain point, it's almost like watching a Bruce Lee fight. It's like yeah, really, it's really cool. cool. And then the animation is just strikingly gorgeous the backgrounds are gorgeous the, backgrounds the movement are beautiful. is great the explosions are cool the ships are cool there's not much to complain about with cowboy bebop if you like more kind of storytelling that's more episodic then cowboy bebop is going to be for you it tells these really good nice concise stories in a small episode kind of chunk i really admire anime that kind of has it all and, and cowboy bebop is definitely one of those animes
1: I remember watching it, and there's a scene where they're fighting at a church.
0: Yeah. And that
1: was gorgeous. That
0: is legitimately one of the coolest, just the colors. And
1: And Spike and Faye are both such cool, interesting characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, all four of them are pretty good characters. If you haven't watched Cowboy Bebop, you definitely should. So the next one I had is School Rumble, which came out in 2004, which I know I've talked about this anime before on this podcast. I love School Rumble. It is so hilarious. It's so ridiculous. The humor is so out there. I love Harima. I love Tenma. They're both such goofy romantics in their own way. Love the love triangles in that show. It's just hysterical. It's definitely one of my favorite anime in general and one of my favorite comedy anime. If you need a good laugh, And you like really out there, just goofy, over the top humor, definitely would recommend School Rumble. It's it's great.
0: I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen bits and pieces, and it's really funny. It has a particular humor, and it's really good. So, my next classic is from 2003. Jumping forward a few years here.
1: All right, all right. Full
0: Metal Alchemist 2003. The
1: original one. The
0: original. And I gotta say, I am in the camp. I prefer the original over Brotherhood. I'll say it.
1: Say your hot take.
0: That's my hottest take, I think. So the original has much slower pacing for the beginning parts. It feels darker to me in the beginning parts. It doesn't try to play things off with this kind of slapstick humor, like the beginning parts of Brotherhood. And so to me, a lot of the points that are supposed to land really hard toward the beginning of the story land a lot harder in 2003. And the ending of Brotherhood, for me, it wasn't super satisfying. I don't know why. I wasn't as satisfied. But I felt like the ending of 2003 was just like so mind-blowing. It literally exploded my mind when I watched it. I was very satisfied with that ending. It
1: Basically. ends on a cliffhanger. I know. The ending is pretty cool though. Like, but it's just big really, cool. At the end. There's, it's really,
0: really cool. It's really cool and I liked it. And I feel like when you compare the two, that's what you got to say. Is you got to say, hey, these are the differences. Now let's move past the differences. I love FMA 2003. I feel like the parts that are from the manga they nailed they did them really well i'm really proud of how they did them i think it's really cool then they had to write their own story from then on after the manga it's still really good
1: you know i enjoyed the first one i enjoyed the original Fullmetal metal alchemist I am not in the camp that it is better than Brotherhood. I definitely think Brotherhood is better, but I definitely think that there are some interesting concepts and themes from the original one that aren't in the new one, that aren't in Brotherhood that I did enjoy. There are parts of it that I enjoyed better than Brotherhood, but most, mostly I feel like Brotherhood is better. But definitely a good anime, I, I do think it is one of those cases where you should totally watch both.
0: I agree. You should totally watch both. There are some characters that are original to 2003 that you're not going to get watching Brotherhood that I think you would miss out on. There's some fights that you'd miss out on. There's some concepts you'd miss out on. And there's some characters in Brotherhood that would be a shame if you did not witness. They are beautiful. They are gorgeous. The characters in Brotherhood are clearly better than 2003. And I am not denying that. There are a lot of Really good characters. Shout out to May. Shout out to Greed.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Ling. Yeah, I will say in the original, there is a really cool Mustang versus Ed fight that you don't get to see in the new one.
0: So watch both. If you haven't watched one of them, watch the other one. It's good.
1: So next I have Rurouni Kenshin, which came out in 1996. And while the ending of this anime is pretty disappointing, there's a lot of filler episodes at the end, the beginning and middle parts are fantastic. The villain Shishio is one of my favorite villains. It is just a really cool villain and really challenges Kenshin to the fullest. Getting through all that ending stuff that I didn't super enjoy, just to at least have the full story and finish it was definitely worth the anime as a whole.
0: How long is it again?
1: I wanna say it's like 90 episodes. I don't Mm -hmm. know that for sure though. It's at least like 60 to 100 episodes, I believe. Kenshin is such a great and interesting character. There's also a lot of good side characters. It's just interesting to to hear about his past, how he is where he is now, and then like how people come challenge him and view him based on his past and then how right. they aren't expecting sort of who he is now. I really liked Rurouni Kenshin. It was another one of those that's kind of a bit slower. I don't know if maybe certain older anime just feel a little bit slower, but it's definitely worth watching and sticking out with, especially for the Shishio art
0: so my next one is elfin lead which came out in 2004 and this anime i think we've talked about it on the podcast the intro to this anime is one of the intros that i will remember forever it's just crazy and it blew my mind
1: there's a really cool fight scene is basically what happened I don't know if we can exactly call it a fight. It was a bit one-sided, but there's lots of action. And it's really cool. Yes,
0: it's very cool.
1: Elfin leads a good show. I liked it a yes, lot. Yes,
0: definitely.
1: So my next one, I have one of my favorite... Favorites. Cromartie High School (laughs) Mm -hmm. came out in 2003. Man, I love this anime so much. It's a lot like the School Rumble vibes where it's goofy over the top, but I feel like this takes it even a step further than School Rumble and it has all these inside reoccurring jokes that are hilarious and there's like character development based on these inside jokes in the show, like these reoccurring jokes in the show. And I just love Cromartie High School. I've never seen a show that, like, because each episode so it's only like 11-ish minutes long. That could just bring me so much joy to my day. I know I've talked about how much joy this show brings me yeah, on other episodes. Yeah, I've mentioned it too. Like, but it literally. Just, you,
0: were, you were in a good mood all the time because of that show.
1: <laughs> every episode had me laughing. Every single one.
0: You knew you liked delinquent boy anime <laughs> after you watched that show.
1: Well, I already knew before. That solidified it. And that put like a hilarious spin on it usually delinquent anime is very serious takes itself seriously but this is just hilarious we're at a school for delinquents and we're just being hilarious the tropes are joked around with everything's just kind of poked fun at i just loved it maybe i'll just re-watch it again for fun
0: yeah that'd be awesome
1: heck with all the other anime i'm watching heck with my 150 goal i'll just watch cromarty high school over and,
0: and over 150 and over times until you reach your 150
1: <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, I'm trying to complete 150 anime this year. So instead of trying to complete 150 different anime, I'll just watch Cromartie High School 150 different times. There you go.
0: <laughs> so my next one also aired in 2004 alongside Elf and Lead and Fumofu. It's Samurai Shampoo*.
1: I just finished that anime, actually. Yes,
0: I rewatched some parts. She finished it. I think it's from the same people that made Cowboy Bebop the same director yeah it's the
1: same director
0: sam rash and blue is just really cool the music is based on hip-hop it's really cool it's really inspired and the fighting it's just so good mugen has this really cool fight style that's like nothing i've seen before he even fights using his feet sometime and gene gene is just such a cool character
1: Gene is my favorite. I feel like he's a nice, gentlemanly samurai who is quiet and cool and collected. Mugen's cool too, but I feel like he's a bit loud and brash at times and kind of rude sometimes, which is cool. Like, that's him. That's his thing. But Gene really grew on me as the show went on, and I think he's got some really cool fighting techniques too, and I love the honor he has as a samurai. He's a great man, and I feel like he gets overlooked because everybody loves Mugen. Mugen, and that's totally fine. You can love Mugen, but I feel like Genius love too. And also and really Fu is
0: really cool. And Fu
1: is cool. Fu is so you cool. You know,
0: I, I'm somebody, if you're gonna have an anime, you gotta have really cool ladies in it, because I'm not gonna watch it otherwise. And Fu, She's Fu cool stands lady. up for herself. She's bad. I, I like Fu. She stands
1: up for other l- people yeah she stood up for this lady to these like scary soldiers even though like Gina Mugan weren't even around and what was she gonna do if they try to attack her but she stood up for this lady that she didn't even know there's Amen. plenty of moments in the show like at the beginning of the show when she helps out Gina Moogan. she has some pretty cool pretty brave stuff it was a good show So, my next one is Eureka 7, which came out in 2005. 2005. It's a really good show. I really like the characters in it. I feel like Renton is a fun main character. I think that Renton and Eureka have a cute relationship, and it's really interesting seeing him join a group of people who he idolized, and then sort of getting to know them on, and what they do, and sort of some of the things that they stand for that maybe he doesn't agree with, and seeing behind the curtain on some of those things. And seeing him kind of grow up and change and make his own decisions about who he wants to be, what he thinks is right and wrong. That was really cool to see. It's another mech anime which I really enjoy. I thought it was a good show. I tried showing it to you. I know that you weren't super into it.
0: A lot of people complain about it saying that it's just gynax light, like it's just Gurren Lagann or Neon Genesis Evangelion but worse. I don't oh, think it's anything like those I don't agree with like that at those. all. It's nothing like I Listen, of those. listen. Really, it's just a another mech anime
1: i've heard this criticism before like anytime there's a mech anime people will compare it to another mech anime and be like oh it's just like this show it's just like gundam or it's just like evangelion i have never watched one mech anime that i have thought it was anything like the other ones i've watched they might be similar in a sense that they are mech anime, but they have all been very uniquely different, in my opinion. The characters have been uniquely different. The mechs have been uniquely different. I mean, I haven't watched a ton of mech anime, but I've watched enough to, I feel like, say this. And I feel like Areca 7 is a really interesting mech anime. And a lot of it is about different species, like figuring yeah. out what's going on in their world, figuring out what happened with his dad. So I don't really feel like it's anything like a Evangelion or anything like and Lagann, actually. They're very different. I would definitely recommend watching it. It's a good show.
0: So my 2005 anime, my most recent, and my last, my final anime is, again, Shuffle. Watch Shuffle if you haven't watched it. We've recommended (laughs) it a thousand times. I just want more people. If you watch Shuffle because of this podcast, write an iTunes review and tell us what you think about Shuffle. Go to the Instagram, Spiral Fish Cake. Tell us what you think about Shuffle. We need people to talk about Shuffle with it. It's going to kill us. I'm not going to bore you guys with more Shuffle content
1: i would definitely recommend shuffle for older audiences has some interesting moments in the show but man that show is crazy you think you think things are one way and then they turn out to be completely another way you will be surprised you will be shuffled
0: (laughs) that's that's what we call it getting shuffled
1: and it will happen when you least expect it too you'll be like 15 episodes in and you'll be like what were spiral fish cake and spluck donuts even talking Gotta about I watch all the way to the what end? are they talking about this is exactly what i expected and then boom it'll hit that's you out of nowhere you.
0: that's when it gets
1: you <laughs> that's when it gets you you'll get shuffled Anyway, you should really watch it. It's basically a harem anime.
0: <laughs> yeah, so if you, <laughs> if you don't like those, then don't watch it. But it's a,
1: it's a harem anime with a crazy turn of events. So my last one is another one I actually have not finished, but I've seen a newer version of Legend of the Galactic Heroes, yes. which is my oldest one from 1988. The
0: oldest one on the list.
1: I think this is the only anime I've ever watched from the 80s, actually. And I'm about uh, 19, 20 episodes in. Like I said, I've watched the newer version of this, Ledger of the Galactic Heroes, Dynuethese, but I'm really loving the older version. It's really good. I feel like they dive a lot deeper into the relationships and the politics. And my guy Young, I love him in the new version. I love him in the old version. He's a really cool character. I really like Longgrom too. He's a really good character in both the old version and the newer version. And I love in the older version that we get to explore more of Lonegrom's side of things. That's been interesting to kind of learn more about because I feel like the newer version skips through some of that. I've been really loving the older version. It's been really good so far. I need to keep watching it. Alright, so now that we've talked about our classic anime that we enjoy, let's talk about what we've been watching recently.
0: And this is going to get into some spoiler territory, so if you want to be careful, check the show notes and just skip straight to the anime that you want to listen to.
1: So, we finished the first season of Chihe
0: We talked about up until just the last few episodes last time. Until this, episode
1: 22. Up until
0: episode 22, but this time we're talking about the very end.
1: Not a ton happened. I mean... Arda came back and decided that he wanted to refocus on Karada again. He wanted to get back into it more seriously, so that'll be fun to see in the second season. They watched the games between the the, the kings and the queens on TV together, and they were learning different techniques through watching that. And all of them kind of learned that they have way more to, to learn from watching those games. And then, too, their club room is being threatened. They might not be able to keep it.
0: I don't know. It just feels like they have a lot to learn if they want to get up to that level. And I feel like Arda, what was he thinking? Taking that long of a break. He clearly is regretting it now. And then their club room. Surely they're not going to lose their club room, right?
1: Oh, I don't know. I
0: feel like that's just a cliffhanger for the, (laughs) the season.
1: Yeah, I hope that they don't. It's becoming more and more obvious that tai Chi likes Chihaya. Even people in the club are starting to notice. Even some other people are starting to notice. I'm excited to watch season two whenever too, we get around to that. So I finished level E, which fun fact, this anime is by the same person who wrote Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter x Hunter.
0: That is crazy to me just based off of the scene I saw. <laughs> how is that even possible I feel like I'd believe it if you told me it was made by the same person that made Assassination Classroom or something but not not Hunter it is so out there
1: but you know Hunter Hunter has some really out there characters I guess
0: it does that's true
1: But anyway, yeah, I finished level E. I only had kind of a couple episodes left to go from the last time we talked about it on the podcast. And it ended really wildly with, he's like supposed to marry this princess and like become the king of the country or the ruler or whatever. And it's at first thought that the princess is a fake is what he thinks. And his brother who he hasn't seen in a long time is also fake. And then it turns out that, Actually, they weren't fake. They had... They had put fakes into a jail or whatever to make it look like they were fake to trick Prince Baca. And then he agreed to marry the girl who he thought was the fake one. Turns out that was the real one. She had tricked him. It's all very, very complicated smoked Donuts. I was sitting there like, what? My mind was kind of blown that she actually
0: was the real one, was
1: the real one, tricked him. He was happy, actually, that she was so cunning and so interesting because he doesn't like to be bored. And so he's like, "Oh, my life with you's gonna be interesting." And it just kind of
0: okay kind of
1: ends. Didn't know what else I expected, you know. Don't know what else I could have expected from this show. Is
0: there gonna be a season two?
1: I really doubt it
0: i guess that'll be a mr e
1: i don't think there's anyone really out there i mean correct me if i'm wrong again if you've ever seen level e D- dm me i'm spiral fish cake on instagram dm me on instagram tell me that you've seen it uh, underscores level e. the yeah underscores spiral in between underscore word. fish underscore cake on my instagram dm me that you've seen level e because i'm convinced that there's no other person that exists in this world besides myself that has watched level e because it is the most Random anime ever, and every episode is so bizarre. So, if you've actually seen it, DM me your thoughts on it. We also watched My Little Monster, we finished it together.
0: I really like that one. It's different. It's romance, but to me, it's different because it starts out where they both know what's up. They both know that they're love interests, basically, for each other. He kind of likes her, she kind of likes him, but they don't know for sure if they want to go through with it. And it's all kind of like, oh, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? He likes her, she likes him. Is it enough? I don't know.
1: Man, is she too focused on
0: herself or not? Or is she, there's goldfish involved.
1: Mitty could be mean to her one girlfriend who just wanted to be her friend
0: her friend is so precious
1: she really is precious she's just like i just want to be your friend and Mitty's just like what i want to study
0: that girl is like the definition of an extrovert that like adopts an introvert
1: and then the introvert like doesn't want you it's sad i mean as people who are both introverts i feel like you need to learn to be nicer to your extroverted friend who's just trying to love you but anyway, Haru's a crazy man. Okay, I have to admit, listen, I feel like there's so much back and forth. They like each other. They kind of don't like each other. He likes her. Maybe it's just a friendship. No, he's definitely in love with her. Oh, she's bothered because he interferes with her studies and all this crazy stuff. It's just crazy. This whole will they, won't they. I got all the good stuff in the beginning. I got a kiss in the beginning and then we got the love confession in the beginning and then the rest of the show, what we get? Nothing
0: the manga exists and it's completed and it has the answers you might be looking for if you only watched the anime just throwing it out there this was from the era where I know anime came to sell the manga so if you want to know
1: the manga's out there the I answers know. are out there
0: <laughs> you can just look up what happens in the end if you want
1: i know i'm pretty sure i already did i won't say what they are but I don't know if I liked their relationship or not. Honestly, they're both just kind of crazy. I feel like if they could just get on the same page, they could be a great couple. But I I love that episode where we think that Haru's looking for his chicken and he's just (laughs) looking for a bug. Wait,
0: wait, your chicken's missing? He's like,
1: wait.
0: (laughs) He had us going. We were like, it's obviously the chicken the whole time.
1: Yeah, he was just looking for a bug. A firefly. Hey, he finds it. Which to be fair fair Like, I love fireflies you get personally, it. You so get it. I get it. I would chase after a firefly all day, too. But it was just and hilarious. i much
0: I get the idea of looking for a chicken. <laughs> Ocarina of Time shout outs, by the way.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness!
0: kakiriko Village Girl, this is for you. <laughs>
1: Anyway, you know, I don't know if I'm satisfied with the way it ended exactly, but I do feel as though it was fun to see their relationship and all the twists and turns it started to take. We also watched Fate Zero seasons one through two, which I loved.
0: I watched that in college, and I don't remember it being that good.
1: Well, you tried showing it to me, and I was just like, I don't want to watch this. Clarify. Like, like a year I like ago. I like the
0: Fate series. I don't remember Fate Zero being that good. Like yeah, it, it's really it's good. It's really good. I
1: don't know what was wrong with me the first time you tried to show it to me. I just think I emotionally wasn't ready. And then now I watched it again. It was incredible. It's the really, fights are really good.
0: The fights are incredible. Yes. The animation quality is so ridiculously High. it's really the joke they make like fate unlimited budget works the studio that makes it how i don't understand how how you do it
1: they just have all the money my favorite character was writer I really love the relationship him and Waver have. I literally cried when he died. I was so sad. Just seeing them together made the show for me. It warmed my heart. When he asked Waver to be his retainer and then Waver did the little like fingers together thing like when they were going into battle together, he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you want me to fight Mm -hmm." with you? I love their relationship. I thought they were very sweet and also really liked Gilgamesh a lot. He's pretty cool. I felt like I got tricked into liking kyrie i liked him in the beginning i'm like oh this cool preacher guy i like kyrie and you were totally silent and i was like oh man i just know something's gonna come up with this man something's gonna come up with him
0: that's so funny because i forgot about kyrie oh, So i really? was silent because i didn't remember
1: Oh, okay. I thought you were like (laughs) silent because you were like, oh, she don't know. Yeah, but this guy's crazy.
0: Yeah, I didn't remember.
1: He's so crazy. His wish was like everything would burn down or whatever.
0: Yeah, his wish was crazy. Well, we don't know what his wish is, but it it resulted in a horrible thing.
1: And then he stabbed his master in the back with the Yeah and gave his daughter the knife that he stabbed him with.
0: He killed the Tusaka dad and gave the knife that he used to kill him to the Tusaka daughter.
1: Who does that? By the way
0: my favorite character is Reen and it will always be Reen regardless of what fate series we're talking about. Even if she's not in it. I don't care. <laughs> Reen is amazing. Even as a little kid.
1: She was really cool as a little kid.
0: She's all like defending the weak and being the strong. Mm. That's all I'm saying.
1: Shout out also to Saber. She's a great character. Saber's cool. There are a lot of good fights, a lot of cool moments. I feel like I could go on about Fate Zero for a while, but all in all, I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the fights. Really enjoyed the characters. It could be a little hard to follow at times, but at the same time, I feel like it didn't really matter to me because it was all just really interesting.
0: And now we're watching Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works.
1: Yeah, we've watched episodes one through four.
0: Yes, and that has been really really good as well I forget how cool rain is even though I say she's amazing I forgot how cool she was she's a fighter She throws jewels or whatever at people. Archer in this is so cool.
1: I love how Kyrie has just become more himself this season, like more comedically evil. Yeah. He's like growing his hair out. He's just like monologuing (laughs) alone in a church, being all creepy and stuff.
0: He's like talking to Reen and Shiro and he's just like, yes, and then you'll do this. (laughs) (laughs) And he'll just like laugh to himself.
1: I really thought he was going to be my favorite. I feel like I'm still holding out whole that he will be cool or good somehow this is what happened to me with kabuto yeah. I, like, loved Kabuto during the tuning exams. Sad. Got betrayed by him. And I held out hope the whole time. I still, like, secretly kind of loved him the whole time in Naruto. And then, you know what? Now he's running an orphanage in Boruto. So there's a chance that this could happen. I don't think so. But you never know. We'll see. I'm liking Shiro so far. I think he's pretty cool.
0: I am amazed at Unlimited Blade Works. And I'm amazed that it's just going to keep getting better. It blows my mind. It's just going to keep getting better. And I know it will. It's been really good so far.
1: So I watched Beck Mongolian. In chop squad episodes 1 through 13 and it's a music anime and I love it so much it's about this guy Koyuki it seems like in the beginning that he feels pretty invisible he's not very popular at school people kind of pick on him and then he meets this guy Ryusuke who is actually really cool in a band and so from there he starts learning the guitar he makes friends with them he joins the band so now they're in a band together they named the band Beck after Ryusuke Dog, and it's been really fun to watch him keep growing. I'm watching this in dub, and he's voiced by Greg Ayers, and it's been really oh my word. beautiful. Greg Ayers sings, yeah, Greg Ayers sings, and it's actually really good. In my head, I keep thinking, like, you don't know music if you haven't heard of. You don't know music if you haven't heard of Dying Breed, which is the famous band in the show. The guy's name is Eddie. who's the lead singer of the band and Ryusuke grew up with him and he's this famous singer now. Koyuki really looks up to him. But there's some stuff going on with Koyuki and Ryusuke's sister. Ryusuke is a little bit older. He's 16 and Koyuki's 14 and Maho, his sister, is 14 too. And they kind of have a thing going, but he like screwed up and was at the pool with another girl who he used to be good friends with and Maho wanted them to hang out. It was the festival or something and she thought that they could watch it together. There's fireworks that she thought that they could watch together. She'd been calling him all day. So there's some drama there. So we'll see. One of the more recent episodes, Koyuki got pulled up on the stage to sing with Dying Breed, to sing with Eddie and all of them, and that was super cool to see. It was like a really touching moment because he was so happy. And This is kind of like a more unique music anime. Usually the music anime it looks like they keep getting better and they keep practicing and then it builds up into some sort of performance as a group or individually. But this has been more like a path of a kid kind of finding himself through music. It it feels very like realistic. It's been fun seeing him join the band, seeing him come out of his shell, get more confident. It's been really good. So I also watched Ping Pong the Animation. Now that was fantastic. Yeah, I love that show. It has some unique animation that might not be for everybody, but I absolutely loved it.
0: Can you see why I wanted so badly to watch that guy's other stuff?
1: Yes, the director and I've seen Devilman Crybaby. That's very unique. The way that the animation for that's very unique. And you've seen you've seen Ping Pong, and then you've seen Hands Off, Isaacin. That's right. And it's all the same guy. And you can tell that it's the same, but it's all so unique.
0: Yeah, and it really does stuff that only animation can do. Like, there's no other Mm -hmm. genre that's going to be able to capture that. And it's just amazing what he's able to do with a ping pong ball and a few paddles and two boys around a ping pong table.
1: It's, It's kind of crude, some of the way that things are drawn.
0: It looks crude, yes, but it's all to service the animation.
1: But the thing is that it's great. It all fits together. Absolutely. And I loved Smile and Pecco's friendship.
0: Yes, the two of them together. It was so heartwarming. It was so
1: heartwarming. I had suspected that... Peko was the hero in Smile's story when he would think about being rescued from the locker. When that was like fully revealed, I actually teared up a little bit just because their friendship was super heartwarming to me. Just baby Peko coming and saving baby Smile from the locker, teaching him how to play ping pong and Smile, just being so happy to play ping pong and him standing up for him and trying to teach him how to stand up for himself. It was just so good. And I love seeing Peko's arc too. I feel like This can happen with people with talent. You have these people who are so talented and it comes easy to them that they just coast by because they're better than everybody else. And then they start moving up and they start fighting against people that are better than them in whatever it might be, sport, music, whatever it is. And then they either choose to just give up because they're like, Oh well, what's even the point? It's not easy anymore. It's difficult. Now I have to work hard for it. Or they can like take that the natural talent that they have and hard work and mesh it together to become great. And that's what Peko ended up doing after a while because at first he just kind of chose to give up and that was sad. So it was good to see him come back and start doing it professionally. I was a little disappointed in the ending, I won't lie, like that we don't really get to see Peko and Smile's match. But I know that that wasn't really the point. The point was that Smile had brought back Peko. He was waiting on the hero to come back and that was really cool. And I do wish that Smile had gone professional too, but that's not the path for everybody.
0: Sure. I wish I could have watched it with you. I remember that one really fondly
1: so I also watched Love is Hard for Otaku.
0: I want to watch that really badly. I think that sounds really cool. It's about adults, right? It's about like a group of friends.
1: Yeah, they're all for a group of friends. The main girl and the main guy, so there's two couples. They knew each other as kids and they were both nerds as kids. He's a game otaku for the most part, but he also watches anime, but she's a big yaoi fangirl, loves manga, loves anime, and she ends up working at the place that he works. And she she meets his work friend and his work friend is dating another lady at work and they all four start hanging out and they become friends and it, they have really good friend chemistry and they talk about anime and work and as somebody who is an adult who loves anime it was pretty relatable yeah. <laughs> just like going to work living your life and sometimes being nervous like oh should I let people see my weeb side should I put my Naruto keychain on my key ring or you know whatever, <laughs> whatever it might be she had some anime key ring that she would take off when she would date normal guys and then put it back on when they weren't around anymore wow (laughs) because she was totally hiding that from somebody yeah she's totally hiding that from her dates until this guy so it was fun to watch it was very cute very quirky they had an interesting relationship between each couple and then all four of them together it was cute we also finally finished after taking like a big break school alive.
0: School alive was really good. I thought that it ended in a cool way. I thought it was really cool how the story resolves with how Yuki comes back to the real world in the end and is still able to be that force of good in their lives and like bring them happiness.
1: She finally starts realizing that the zombie apocalypse is real (laughs) and and she even saves them and helps (laughs) them and it's it's really cool but... (laughs) Toromaru dies. Oh my
0: word. Why'd they gotta do it to us?
1: Why'd they have to kill off the dog? That was so awful. And they like had that stuff to heal they found that stuff to heal oh when they discovered that their teacher had been trying to send them notes and help oh, them even word. after she had been crazy. turned into a zombie
0: the implications of the fact that yes. the teacher was trying to write those things like yes. so the zombies they can think are like what's the kind deal
1: of. they still are sort of conscious it's so sad that made me so sad i'm really sad about the dog i literally cried it's like i cried during a lot of anime apparently but i'm <laughs> so sad dogs get me i can't deal with that i i really did not think that they would kill off the dog either i really thought that he would get out and get sick and then they'd heal him with the medicine they found and but then no of course not but i wish them the best as they uh, drove away and she told them all to go home and that was pretty emotional too like, talking about school and it was good
0: it wrapped back to the beginning mm-hmm. that was cool
1: i also watch Samurai Shampoo, as we discussed Yeah we discussed earlier. it earlier. Gene's my favorite.
0: Gene is awesome.
1: He is amazing. Okay so here's the thing. I did not like how they just all just go separate ways at the end.
0: Yeah that was stupid. Why'd they do that? I
1: don't know. I really thought they would just be like you know what let's just keep traveling together and then they would just go together.
0: I guess it's just proof that the uh, things that bind them were nothing in the end they were just goals paying somebody back
1: but Mugen and Jean were like I think we found what we were looking for and I think they meant people that they cared about that they would actually die for like people that they would defend other than themselves that seemed valuable that they got that and then they all just parted separate ways that's also sad that she finally finds her dad and he just gets like, murdered yeah <laughs> two minutes later sad It was sad, but I enjoyed it overall. Like we discussed earlier, like all the characters are really good. I do think it's hilarious that Mugen like literally got tricked by women literally four or five times throughout the whole series. Yes. Well, he's just that kind
0: of character.
1: He never learns. It's like four or five times. I'm like, dude, you need to get wise here. Although I did not see that coming. That lady that kept being like, I want to be with you, Mugen. And then ran away with another dude after he killed her brother that was pretty wild there's a lot of wild stories in that show yeah. i did like the ending fights i thought those were cool i was like legit thinking that one of them was gonna die i was scared i thought gene was gonna die and then i was gonna be devastated but obviously everything worked out for the best so we also watched the promise neverland, neverland season two episodes two through five
0: they were so good
1: big reveal oh my norman's word. here
0: Norman is
1: back! That's the ending that we saw from the most recent episode we watched.
0: And the manga, it's gone. It's all original. It's all
1: original. The joke is when the manga readers don't even know what's going on, it's taking a Tokyo Ghoul route. Whether that's good or bad, I guess we have yet to see. Yeah, well, no. I mean, we don't read the manga, so we have no idea what the real story is. The
0: real story? This is the real story.
1: I mean, the the manga story. I don't know what the the manga story story is. Although I did see in the manga when they reveal Norman versus in the anime when they reveal Norman. Really? Yeah, I did. did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyway, I can't believe Norman's just here. I'm glad. I love Norman. Norman's my favorite. So happy he's back already. I want to see where he's been, what this all means. Could it be a bad thing?
0: I don't know. We're going to see now if Mother's going to be able to catch him
1: well what if she already caught them (gasps) what if she sent norman out after them and it's all trickery true because she's brainwashed norman i don't know we'll see also i can't believe i trusted that man in the cave that demon in the cave
0: he just dropped that line like oh well these are farm animals and once they get let out into the wild they'll breed and then they'll be wild humans
1: yeah he's like oh and then i'll eat their kids i trusted you i thought you were a nice vegan demon but no you lied no <laughs> you lied you're a liar i'm v- very vegan, upset
0: vegan demon sounds like some kind of
1: <laughs> some kind I bet, of band I bet name the
0: twitter handle's already taken
1: vegan demon <laughs> oh my gosh But anyway, I've been enjoying the season so far. I kind of just don't know where it's going. But you know, that's kind of part of it that I like. It's a very different vibe than the first season. I feel like the first season had me on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, oh my gosh, are they going to get out? This one, I feel like I'm excited to be watching it. But I'm okay with letting it unravel. We thought
0: it was going to be something in this bunker. And then now it's like in the town. And now Norman's back. First season had us on the edge of our seats. Second season has us on our toes keeping us on our toes we don't know what's coming up hopefully it'll also have us on the edge of our seat
1: yeah we'll see we'll see pay
0: for the whole seat but you'll (laughs) only need the edge
1: (laughs) anyway i think it's good i can't wait to see what comes next
0: speaking of it's good and i can't wait to see what comes next
1: the final thing we've been watching recently Attack on Titan Season 4. We've been watching episodes 5 through 10. So we've seen a lot. Levi's here. Yes. Mikis is here. Yes. Orman's here. Some person named Yelena this year?
0: I don't know who that is, honestly.
1: Sasha died. She was killed by Gabby. Yo,
0: Gabby, you're still cool, but that wasn't cool what you did with Sasha. Sasha's my favorite.
1: I actually got that spoiled for me. Stop Um,
0: looking up. Attack on Titan I didn't spoilers. look it
1: up. People you, were just you're saying on it on Twitter. Twitter. You're on Twitter. I know. I have to like, delete Twitter if I'm going to watch an anime week to week, apparently. That was really sad. I'm really sad about Sasha's death. It was really sad, too, because Connie had literally just said, you and Jean, you're my favorite. That's
0: sad bait right I there. I know. I Give know. Give me a break. But it was
1: sad. It was terrible. And then
0: Aaron's just like back there laughing. I <laughs> know.
1: Because he's going what? a little What's
0: going crazy. on with Aaron?
1: He's going a little wild. I don't like the way he handled our girl Hanji. That was not cool.
0: Oh, yeah. It was super weird. He was just like manhandling her and like throwing her and being like, you can't do anything. I to into a titan right here and you can't do nothing to stop yeah, me. Yeah, he's
1: like, I can leave whenever I want. And I'm like, okay, Aaron, said, go. Stop bothering people. I feel like Aaron's been both cool this season and very concerning this season. I wish I knew what his motives were a little bit better. I understand why he's angry because a lot of this crap is screwed up. All the things that they're doing are screwed up. But I also feel like he needs to be nice to his friends. And Connie was right when we saw that flashback of Eren being like, I don't want any of you to inherit the Titan because I I care about you guys. And then now he's expecting Armin to just go in and murder people. He's like putting Mikasa on the front line, which is something he would never do in the past. He always tried to keep them out of the fighting and he always tried to keep them from being hurt. So I don't understand what's changed.
0: Yeah, they've just grown up. They're older now.
1: For better or for worse, I guess.
0: A lot of it for worse, I think, because the real world is kind of terrifying.
1: But I don't think he was necessarily laughing about sasha's death i think he was like no going a little crazy and he gritted his teeth and was angry
0: i personally think he was laughing at the absurdity of it all but i guess we'll see
1: just like the absurdity of these people attacked us first then we get revenge then we lose and it just like keeps going like it's just a cycle that just keeps continuing but i want to understand zeke's plans a little better i feel like i don't really understand them
0: me too i feel like zeke was the bad guy now he's doing things with our team but not but yes
1: yeah i don't really understand and his story is pregnant
0: yeah that's cool
1: people have been arguing they're like is it aaron's baby or is it the random farm man's baby why would
0: it be aaron's baby i
1: don't know i don't understand why anyone thinks that but people have been really debating that
0: when would he have impregnated her
1: who knows
0: That doesn't make any sense. It's obviously not Aaron's baby.
1: Apparently in the manga, it's made less clear. But in the anime, they made it pretty clear that it's some random farm man's baby that she knew and chose from when she was younger. I guess we'll find out later. So there's definitely some interesting stuff going on. Still thinking that for sure now that Aaron's going to commit a genocide. Like 100% sure that that's his his goal.
0: Seems like a thing that, that Aaron would do.
1: Yeah. A lot of cool fights. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the fighting
0: has been amazing. When
1: Levi took down the Beast Titan, that was incredible. Agreed. I feel like this season is going to continue to just blow our minds.
0: I cannot wait until the next episode on Sunday. Me there. It's going to be so good.
1: It really is. And I can't wait till we figure out more of Aaron's plans and what he's thinking because I want to hold out judgment on him until we kind of understand him a little bit yeah, better. I feel
0: like there's just so much we don't know.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's a ton we don't there's know. There's
0: so much we don't know.
1: All right. Well, that does it for our podcast today. Thank you all so much for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening.